In this episode of Talk Neuro to Me, we go into the vault and bring you the original launch podcast for the Human Performance Program with Dr. Mike Nelson, Dr. Kenneth Jay, and Dr. Freddy's Garcia. Due to its great success and high demand, the Carrick Institute is bringing the Human Performance Module back to Florida. The program kicks off for its second round in the United States this November of 2019. To learn more, visit carrickinstitute.com. Hello and welcome to a Karakitsu podcast. Today we are joined by Dr. Kenneth Jay and Dr. Mike T. Nelson as we have a roundtable discussion on the upcoming Karak Institute Human Performance Program. If you'd like to learn more about this upcoming program, please visit karakinstitute.com. This is uh, Dr. Freddy Garcia. Today I have a real treat for you because I am sitting next to uh, two experts in their uh, in the fields here. We have Dr. Mike Nelson and Dr. Kenneth Jay, and we're here to talk about the new upcoming human performance program. This is our, our first chance to kind of really uh, officially tell you what's going to be in the program. So we're all very excited. How you doing, guys? Doing next Good. Week. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, so for some, for our audience, some of you, some of them have actually seen you speak at the, the ISCN presentations. You guys were here earlier this year in Orlando in February, and you guys did awesome. So, but some of them don't know you. you. Would you guys uh, mind telling uh, our listeners a little bit about yourselves? Mike, would you take it? Tell us a little bit about your background, uh, where you came from, what you've done. Yeah. So I'm Mike T. Nelson, owner of Extreme Human Performance. I teach online and have for quite a while, faculty member at the Kerrigan Institute. So my background is I did a Bachelor of Arts in Natural Science, a Master's in Mechanical Engineering, Biomechanics, and then did a PhD in Exercise Physiology, looking more in the metabolism and heart rate variability area. Awesome. Uh, KJ, go for it. All right. Well, first, thanks for having me on this podcast, Freddy's. Um, I am uh, Kenneth Jay. Um, I live in Denmark and I have a background in exercise physiology with a master's degree from the University of Copenhagen and I have a PhD in sports science and clinical biomechanics. I am also a faculty member at the Carrick Institute. Awesome. So guys, I, I mean, these are my friends and I now get to call my colleagues and their faculty members at the Carrick Institute. So this is like me hanging out with my friends. Other people that should have been here today but can't do uh, due to their schedules is uh, Dr. Matt Antonucci is contributing to the Human Performance Program along with Professor Carrick. We'll actually be meeting with him uh, tomorrow. It's tough to get on his schedule, but I'm happy just to have this group here as we uh, put the finishing touches on this program. And uh, guys, this is something that not a lot of people know that uh, we get asked the Carrick Institute, I mean, honestly, it's like every day. Uh, and I, you know, every day I'm getting asked, Hey, can I take a course? What can I use? So do you guys have something for athletes? Do you guys have something for general population? Uh, hey, I'm not a doctor. I want to, but I want to use some of this technology that you guys are using to make people better. What can we do? So we've known this for a very, very long time. And, uh, so this is what started creating this program, right? Just out of kind of like demand. Um, but it, this has been a work in progress for years now. I mean, we've been chipping away at this for years because we want to put something together special. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Why did you guys invest so much time and hard work in creating this program together? What is, what, why do we do this? Well, I guess for the short answer to that is that um, we both feel or we all feel that we need to raise the bar in strength and conditioning and human performance. 
uh, and fitness industry in general. Um, so what we kind of set out to do is, is, is that instead of going after the lowest common denominator, I said, said that we want to make a difference in the fitness industry. We want actual people to have real tools with real applications to make other people feel better, become faster, uh, and basically uh, reach, their, uh, reach their full potential. Awesome. And uh, what about you, Mike? I, I mean, we're doing some things and tackling things a little bit differently in this program because uh, I know we've kind of looked at the fitness industry, which you've all been involved in, right? I mean, you know, if I said, hey, raise your hand in this room if you've been in the fitness industry, all our hands go up, right? Absolutely. In fact, we, guys, mm -hmm. we all, all three of us started there and then ended up becoming, you know, Dr. Mike, Dr. KJ, Dr. Garcia, like later, right? Mm -hmm. This is Absolutely. all we did. That's, so we that's, all, how, that's we, how it went. Yeah. We, all started, we all started there. Um, why did you come on board for this, right? I, mean, I know you had some very specific points into what you wanted to do in regards for this program. Yeah, I think one of the main things is just kind of stepping away from the single factor thinking and application and trying to do more of a modern multifactorial and integrated model uh, for better human function because we've been studying this stuff at least long enough to kind of know what we don't know, but kind of know enough in other areas. So we can talk to you, Fridays, about more of the brain-based stuff. I can talk to Kenneth about more biomechanics stuff, but we each have enough of an overlapping information in that area that we can all understand each other and mm -hmm. we can bring it all together as to one bigger model mm -hmm. instead of having everything kind of be off in its own little silos as it currently is so we're trying to figure out and put together everything together mm -hmm. so that it's not just one thing it's everything together and simplify it well you know you said something interesting mike and i kind of want to expand on it you said uh, we're stepping away from single factor thinking and we're going towards a modern multifactorial and integrated model. What, is, what does that mean for those who aren't familiar with the concept of single factor versus multifactorial approach to things? Yeah, it's, it's just looking at something as complicated as physiology has multiple things that are going on. And humans in general are trying to look for like the the one sort of magical silver bullet or biohack or whatever that's mm. going to transform their life. Sure, sure. And the reality is that humans are complicated. Physiology is also multi-redundant. There's multiple systems that are accomplishing the same thing. So it's very rare that there's going to be one thing that's going to radically change your life. But if we look at maybe a combination of a couple of different things, and especially across different disciplines from biomechanics to metabolism to the brain then you can start to figure out by looking at different approaches how to actually increase performance yeah because if the reality was it was just as simple as one thing and here's your simple assessment then everybody would be doing that and we'd all be doing the exact same thing yeah. right and we realize over time that there's multiple ways to get a better result and multiple levels as and well. multiple levels so we're just putting everything together so that we can then teach that to people so that they can then use a more integrative approach yeah to provide a concrete example of that it would be take any athlete that may require a certain amount of strength endurance to to perform their activity and they observe over time that during the performance they actually fatigue prematurely in their legs for instance now, a single factor mindset would be, okay, so they need to work on their strength endurance in the gym, so we're going to have them do a lot of back squats for high reps to, to build that kind of endurance tolerance, but in, in reality, other stuff may be, may be contributing 
to the fatigue that's, that has a higher rank than the musculoskeletal system. So for instance, that could be a neurological approach we could take. So does the activity that they do, for instance, involve uh, a high level of visual acuity? And could they be fatiguing their visual system? And that is what is making um, the fatigue go up felt mm -hmm. in their legs so we're, we're instead of having that single factor mindset we're 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 open towards and we're going to address other levels and, and and higher order mechanisms in order to figure out what is exactly going on in the specific case so we don't waste any time in the gym but we cut straight to the point so we deliver the optimal results as fast as possible all right so thank you guys this is beautiful this kind of reminds me of that forget who i forget who said it but that quote uh um, all progress starts by telling the truth, right? So it's mm -hmm. kind of like mm -hmm. uh, Dan, Dan Solomon. Said Dan that. So, so mm -hmm. it's like uh, you know, in the fitness industry, is kind of full of that. That whole um, let me give you the magic bullet, and uh, I'm going to put it in a book. I'm going to put it in my product. Mm -hmm. And but even though, as well studied as we are at this table here, that that's not often the truth, no. is it? And you wonder why people will go, you know, book after book, technique after technique, trying to get said result but never really getting there mm. and so because they're not willing to step away and actually learn uh, a more complete or modern model to actually give them the result they want right so we're being i think uh, i think the reason that this is a, a labor of love for all of us is mm -hmm. because we're, we're willing to put in the work to tell people the truth out there of Absolutely. what it takes to to get the result they want and, and it's not sometimes it's not uh you know one button to push it, it but sometimes it is and it looks like magic right sure. do, and that's mm -hmm. fine and we want to be able to give the them. right one yeah right at the but, right time with with the right intensity yeah. And, yeah. you know so and that becomes an art form as well so i, I, yeah. I think we're all kind of after that noble idea um but this so this is exciting because uh, this is something i mean when we yeah. developed this this is like the we've, we we approach this from being like let's create the the program for optimizing human performance the one that we've always wanted and, and we've gone i mean if you look at the cumulative hours of education we've all had i think we have over like 40 years between the three of us uh, easy and that's only in formal education let alone the other programs we've done so I think we have a pretty good idea of kind of how to put this stuff together at this point but uh, in regards to the audience for this program uh, who's what who who's gonna come to this program like who are the people that would be interested in this well well, basically, we're looking. It, uh, this program is specifically designed for the fitness and performance specialists. We're looking for those who really want this updated model that we're describing. That they want that updated model. That that the, the the ones that can see the significance of such a model. The ones that wants to that want to be proactive in their interactions with their athletes. So we're looking for basically anyone who are willing to take that next step with us and say, yes, we are going to raise the bar in the fitness uh, and and strength and conditioning community we're looking for those people awesome yeah. one thing i would add to that too that by definition that means it's not going to be just a one-day course and you'll have absolutely everything you ever wanted to know yeah. it's going to be split out over a pretty significant time period in order to be able to cover all that and granted we're going to help them and give them assessments and things they need along the yeah. way but it's more of elevating people up along the way instead of trying to make it so simple that it's no longer accurate anymore right which, which is actually i think we were, we were just recently discussing that that oversimplification is something mm -hmm. that we see uh all across the fitness and human performance industry and in that simplification i feel like things are being so diluted in fact i mean i'll even go as far as to say that it extends past the fitness industry we're seeing in the 
the neuroscience field as well, where people are trying to simplify things so much and, and trying to do that, they've actually diluting the effectiveness of what could happen. And in many times, we were just chatting up, but it's completely inaccurate. Yeah, it's totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is that is because oversimplification, it forces us to make assumptions and assumptions are often based on, on, on our belief system. Our belief systems are often based on our perception and interpretation of all the input we receive from the, the surroundings and the interactions that we have with other people and the interactions with the environment that we are in. Unfortunately, those interpretations are often biased. Now, by applying the most recent, uh, recent cutting edge scientific research and bridging the gap to uh, the efficient application, we can cir circumvent the biases and create the desired outcome in the most effective and direct manner. And that's what we want to give to the people who want to sign up to this, the people who want to help us raise the bar in the fitness and strength and conditioning community. Awesome, so I'm excited because, I mean, like I said, I get to talk to a lot of people, and this is the first program that the Care Institute's ever put together that's gonna be offered, uh, not just to physicians, it's gonna be offered to fitness and performance specialists. Um, I just spoke to somebody this morning, I mean, I get this question asked all the time, so finally, all those people have been, you know, approaching us saying, hey, I'm, I am not a doctor, but I do, I do want to learn how to use neuroscience to help people or I want to learn how to use nutrition to help people because we have all that coursework. We have, we have a neurochemistry course. We have a clinical neuroscience program. We have our movement disorders program, a vestibular rehabilitation. That's typically reserved for our clinicians and physicians, but then mm -hmm. finally have a program that's going to be ethical and honest and, and truly modern in its approach. And it's specifically for that fitness and performance specialist who want to be the best in the industry, that mm -hmm. top 1%, not just like, hey, I'm content reading men's health and that's where I'm getting mm -hmm. my, that's how I'm helping myself or my family or my clients. I mean, really being like, I want to learn to be the best of the best mm -hmm. for myself and for my clients. This is who this program is for. This is not just a typical course. This is actually an an education in how the the brain and the body interacts and how you how uh, the person applying these principles can interact with uh, with their athletes with their uh, with their uh, clients this is uh, this is cutting edge and it is it is really taking the next step into um, human performance and when we're putting it together too we're looking at it as more of a master's level so it's it's not something that's even at an undergrad level. It's much more advanced than that. But obviously, we're going to do everything we can to get people the background and all the information and, and everything so that they can understand the material. But it's purposely done at a, a higher level. Absolutely. But it's done at that higher level while keeping in mind, and actually this is one of the premises that we set out when we decided to create this program, was how would we have wanted to be yeah. taught this material mm -hmm. and its applications if we could go back and rewrite, rewrite that chapter of our lives. Yeah. So how would we have, right. have liked to receive this kind of information? Because, be, because there's a huge, huge difference in the, in the delivery of the same kind of material. And the application is, is crucial. So if we have all this material, but we don't know how to apply it into the bigger picture, into the bigger context, then it doesn't really matter anymore. And that's the problem 
at many higher level edu- uh, higher le- at higher level educations uh, is that the ap- application of it is lacking and that's mm-hmm. what we really want to make sure that for everyone who attends this uh, this program is that they know exactly what to do there is not going to be any type of guesswork and it relates directly into established human physiology and neurology awesome Okay, so let's get into the meat of the program. So I know we have separate, well, we've kind of uh, delineated uh, these modules out there. Currently, the modules that are out there is we're doing a neurobiomechanics for strength and power mm-hmm. module. We're doing a cardiovascular and pulmonary optimization for power and stamina module. Yeah, anaerobic, anaerobic, power sure. and stamina, yes. We're doing a neurometabolic and nutritional strategies module. And we're also doing a neuro-optimization for human performance module. Can we talk a little bit more about what all of those are and kind of maybe give them a little tease as to what they're going to get out of it? What's yeah, I was just in the reason that they're actually delineated that way is also partially so people can wrap their heads around it. But each part will incorporate different uh, aspects of it also. Mm-hmm. So as we we're talking earlier with the example, we're looking at something like uh, metabolism and nutrition. You know, maybe it is as something as simple as an acute fuel shortage for an athlete. Maybe they just don't have enough carbohydrates to do the drill. But maybe there's something going on that's missing in the nutrition that's more of a long-term, you know, building block, whether it's an essential fat or something of that nature. Anemia. Anemia, different Mm -hmm. things like that, that is preventing their performance on a more long-term basis. And then that also plays into how does that affect their acute performance? You know, maybe there's a change in their biomechanics just because they're so fatigued because Mm -hmm. their nutrition's horrible. Yeah. Right, so looking at the thing itself and then how it interplays into all the other all aspects. The other systems. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I know in the neurometabolic nutritional strategies, we're coming up with uh, ways for us to assess our clients uh, in a short-term and long-term way to find out what strategies we need to uh, perform with them to optimize them fully, right? So I know you're going to be doing some very specific tests. We don't want to let those out of the can, but we're going to be covering uh, lab chemistries as well. Uh, we're going to be covering different diets, which ones, which ones are good, which ones are bad, which, why some of them work, why some of them don't, and how to really decide what to do with what, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. There's thousands of diet books out there, thousands of different concepts of nutrition, mm-hmm. and if one of them was better than all the other ones, then that would rise to the top, but that doesn't seem to happen, does it? No. So when we've really uh, invested so much time and, and our labor into figuring out and coming up with a model... Uh, especially Mike when it comes to this uh, area because he's an expert in it is to how to find out what to apply to who when yeah and it's giving them the the framework so that they can look at the athlete and go oh okay here's this athlete or this recreational person uh we're probably going to go in this direction as opposed to that direction right so it doesn't mean that the diet itself may be quote-unquote bad it just may be Mm -hmm. misapplied Right, so if I have someone who says, I wanna be a strength and power athlete, I'm probably not gonna put them on a ketogenic diet, right, mm-hmm. for example. Now again, that doesn't mean that ketogenic diets are bad. But ketogenic's so popular right now. Yeah, it that solves way. everyone's issue. Um, but that for that specific application, it's probably not gonna be very good and there's research and everything else to go with that. So it's looking to make sure that you've got a good match between the nutrition and the exercise you know, and the person and even into psychology and everything else. 
Awesome. Hey, KJ, let me let me yep. throw something at you here. I, yeah. I, I, I threw out the term neurobiomechanics for strength and power and uh, CVP optimization for power and stamina. Mm -hmm. We were te uh, just testing some of these um, some material and concepts uh, just this weekend, mm -hmm. and it was. I mean, honestly, I, I can tell you right now, every single person in that room mm -hmm. lost their minds over what, what what we were teaching, and they absolutely loved. They loved it. They absolutely mm -hmm. loved it. Uh, maybe they were all a little sore by the second day, but they, but they loved it. What what are we talking about when? Uh, well, basically, with neurobiomechanics. I mean, that's oh, where, yeah. that's a new term to some people. Oh yeah, what does that uh, yeah. Mean, right? So it's the it's the bridge between your musculoskeletal system and your brain, pretty much. So we have your brain, we have the peripheral nervous system, and then we have musculoskeletal structure, not to be confused with structure of the brain. Um, and developing strength and power and strength endurance, developing the muscles for hypertrophy and, and, and all those things are not just a matter of what goes on locally within the muscles, but if we take, take um, that, that if we make sure that we're not, uh, not having a single factor mindset, we know that we need to integrate, okay, we know to integrate physics in order to gain optimal body structure whenever we're performing exercises in order to generate the highest amount of forces and uh, forces with speed which turns into power and all of these things and if we also know what goes on in the brain when we do these things then we can start to look at okay what can what can we do a brain optimization that will mm -hmm. increase the power output the strength output or the endurance output as well so it's really a mix of all these things uh, one of my big things is, and it probably comes from being really, really interested in physics, um, is that using physics and, and the principles of physics, knowing those, how to align the body in, in terms of or, uh, proper structure and function, that actually enables us greatly in order to make sure that we can deliver the highest amount of power as efficiently as possible. So it's all about the being effortless power instead of having a powerful effort towards things. So it's much a lot about um, becoming effortless, creating that effortlessness. Because if we make things as effortless as possible, then we can do more, then we can do more, then we can perform more, and then we can achieve more. So all of these things goes into this beautiful combination that we need to know how to dissect and then put together again in a new way to increase human performance. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I'm really, really excited about neurobiomechanics because it's, it, it, it is the ticket or one of the tickets into, into actually figuring out, okay, how does the structure actually align? And it's not just related to your mus uh, muscles and how big they are or how fast they can contract. Yes, granted, rate of force development and all these things matter greatly, but it's just one piece of the puzzle. We need all the other pieces as well. We need to focus on what about the joints, the design of the joints, how are they structured, how are they aligned, what about the signaling from the joints in the feedback loop up to the brain and incorporated into the cerebellum that goes back into M1 and, and all of these things. How can we use that? What about, what about tendons and ligaments? If we look at a tendon, that's really the, 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 the part that's going to transfer the force into actually creating the movement that we're looking for. And if the tendon is not working properly, then we at one point we're going to experience injuries so how what can we do to specifically target tendon development tendon strength and again how does that relate back to uh, to a neurological uh, perspective and what can we do neurologically to enhance the development of the soft tissue so there are so many beautiful aspects of this and it's really mind-boggling to think how it all begins to to fit together like a 
gigantic, beautiful puzzle when we mm-hmm. begin to draw in these different concepts and begin to think about things differently instead of that single factor mindset that kicked off this this really really nice discussion. <laughs> so one section that uh, which I I feel blessed to have uh, con- contributors like Professor Carrick and Dr. Antonucci is that whole neuro optimization. I think this is something that is piquing the interest of more and more people every single day. And I, and I can tell by the emails and the, and the phone calls that the Karakasu gets as people are starting to understand that the brain is involved in all of this, right? So we know that there's a whole brain gut connection and Mike, you've been studying this for years and, and KJ, this is why it's neurobiomechanics because you know that that, that, that meat and bone and, and, and other tissue is nothing without that brain getting involved. And, and for myself and my colleagues, this is what people come to us for all the time, right? Whether they, most of the time we're working with people that are suffering from diseases or conditions, but we're also uh, have gone for as long as we could always remember people who are like, I just want to be better. Uh, one of the things that we're seeing at Plasticity More is professional athletes coming in to be improved upon before there's an injury. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, I'm strong. In fact, they're actually the best in the world, yeah. right? And they want to be better and they're recognizing that their brain is involved in that. So this is really beautiful. And we wanted uh, to put this together in a way that is the purest, most sincere, ethical information out there. Like the real truth, not not simple, not dumb it down. So you get, uh, you learn like a, like a test that somebody kind of made up, but like really learn the actual evidence, learn what tests you can do within your scope as a performance coach, mm-hmm. find out what it really means and then find out what you can do, what you should and shouldn't do, and kind of draw that line and say, hey, this is these are the tools that we're going to give you that'll let you know if something's good and maybe you can improve on it. And we're also going to draw that line in the sand and say, hey, if it goes this far, then you can kind of co-manage it with somebody else, which I think is, is the right and ethical thing to do. So I'm excited about kind of spearheading along with my team here the neuro-optimization aspect for, for athletic development um, because Dr. Carrick's been doing this for a long time. Even for you guys who... I've seen him do rounds, uh, he'll go work with a hockey player and then later that day, they'll be at the rink and they're doing specific drills that are brain-based to get that hockey player back on the ice. And this is why we consistently deliver results where maybe other people have not done so well, uh, not only at getting people back to sport, but also improving their performance. And we get approached for this more and more and this is our first foray to assertively stepping this into this landscape and saying, all right, you guys want to really learn how to make people better. You want to improve your performance and you're now understanding that the brain's involved. Well, let's open up the floodgates and really give it to you mm-hmm. and not hold back, but we're really going to give it to the people out there and say, Hey, this is, this is how you do that. And we're going to teach them the assessments and the applications and we're not going to water it down. Um, and they're going to have the underlying background theory so yeah. they are actually understands what this means. Yeah, we're actually going to yeah. talk about the format of the classes in a bit because not there's not a lot of programs that are out there the way we're structuring it. Um, this is a big part of, uh, of why and how we're doing things. But uh, there are other programs that try to kind of do human performance to some degree. How is this program different from other ones that are out there, right? I mean, I, I, let me kind of tackle this one, right? Because the reason that these experts are here is because we didn't, I mean, here's the thing, it's kind of human nature to put things into boxes, right? We love to mm. categorize things and it makes it easy to understand, yeah. right? It's like, it's reductionist, yeah. right? I think that's the mm, word. Yeah. And it's, a, it's really good, but for some reason, uh, we reduce things and we put them in their boxes and categories and then we don't go back to the integration. Mm. So we wanted to deliver this program and say, all right, listen, I know we have to put things into boxes and, and we even had to do it for these modules, right? We had to use words that people were kind of familiar with. So like, hey, I know what I'm getting out of that. Mm. 
but we're not going to stop there. We're going to introduce it and reduce it, but then we're going to reintegrate it back. So you understand how your brain of, of, of affects your cardio, um, cardiovascular system, how your nutrition affects your brain, how your brain affects your nutrition, how your brain affects your strength, mm. how your and vice versa. versa, how yeah, yeah. how to, how CVP affects brain, how strength affects brain, how yeah. linear exercises versus nonlinear exercises versus vector training versus slow speed versus fast speed. We're going to teach you all these integrations, which is going to be, it's almost like, uh, we're going to teach you how to play many instruments beautifully. And at the end, you, you should be able to, you should have a beautiful symphony. Exactly. And, and that work is going to be the, your athletes and clients that you work with. Mm -hmm. uh, this is what's going to make that program different than anything else out there. I mean, it just isn't anything that's going to do to the level we're doing. And I know because guys, between, between you know the five of us, I mean, I can't imagine anybody's out there and studied this more intensely than this group. And what's really nice that I like about it is that obviously the Kerrigan Institute has been doing a lot of brain-based stuff for an extremely long period of time, but they also recognize... More than 30 years, right? Yeah. yeah. But they also recognize the need that it's not only the brain, it's how does the brain integrate with mm -hmm. everything yeah. else. Exactly. And there's more and more programs I see all the time that are touting the brain as the only thing or strength and power is the only thing. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, this is one of the only programs I've seen that's actually integrating all of that in together with a lot of the cutting edge brain based stuff too. But mm. looking at the, again, the system as a whole and not just trying to reductionistically pull out one aspect that may be exactly. cool and sexy and say that's the solution to everything. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said at the beginning, right, it all, uh, that quote we all heard, it's like, uh, all progress starts by telling the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So we're gonna like, we're gonna tell people the truth. But guys, I mean, so I hear this task or setting out to do and start delivering in um, early 2018. And this task is huge and monumental. And so I'm gonna assume that some people are hearing this and going, well, this sounds exciting. This is what I've always wanted, but holy cow, they're really gonna go all the way with it. Um, what is the format to this class? And because uh, I know that's a question that's going to be asked. So, what is the format to this class, and how are we going to deliver this task? So, I'll, can I feel this one, guys? Is that okay? Because yeah, we spent a, a yeah, long yeah. time uh, working on this. So, I mean, here's the thing. I, I think we we're chatting a couple weeks ago about it. Between the four, between the group of us, I mean, geez, just the three at this table, we're looking at probably over 40 years of education, additional programs. And we've even studied together around the world, right? I mean, yeah. I've known these guys for a very long time. So um, when we started getting together about it, how we're going to deliver this education, we immediately started thinking about the pros and cons of all the other programs we've been exposed to. So we wanted to take what was good and leave behind what was bad. Mm. Um, but one thing we definitely want to maintain in regards to this program is that it was, we definitely wanted to raise the bar in regards to the quality of the, the education we deliver. Um, we wanted... We always set out and we always said that we want this to be master's level education. Mm. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that we didn't leave anybody behind. Right. So here's a, here's a, somebody, a strength coach that's maybe been operating for two years and just got his job coaching at a, uh, uh, in college. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have somebody that's been there 20 years. There's obviously a difference in, in education and a difference in experience. But we want to be able to work with all these people. So to do that, we kind of came up. Uh, and we started applying some techniques that Dr. Carrick has, has taught us mm -hmm. uh, because he's a, he's a masterful teacher. So for every module that we have, we're going to have a flipped classroom. And for those who haven't been through this, what this means is that uh, several months before the live event happens, you're going to be given access to an online learning portal. We're going to be given resources to get you up to speed on what we require of you for the live event. So when you arrive there, uh, 
when you arrive at the live event, you have those fundamentals that we really want you to have. And then we then at the live event, we could spend more time on the practical skills and the mm. hands-on skills, which we really feel is the exciting part. But we want everyone to come in and be on a stable foundation and a, a, an equal learning environment. So you're getting a class before the class, which is going to be, and it's not like a, you know, read this one chapter of a book. It's like you're literally going to have an entire, some coursework to do beforehand, which is going to be delivered at a high level uh, with quizzes and, and reading videos, whatever material we need, we decide to put in front of you. So you come in and you can really just get to the meat and potatoes of the, and teach it the integration, right? Um, so we're really excited about the flipped classroom and then having have the live events be very hands-on clinical applications uh, aspect. Um, and if I may add something right sure, there, of course. Is, is that while it is at a high level, we're shooting for that high level, we're, we're going to make sure that no one is left behind with this. We're going to make sure that everybody who's interested in putting in the time and doing the work, they will come out at the other end and being su successful with that. It's really, really important. So while it, it should really not um, scare people off that we're talking about master's level material here because we are going to make sure, this is probably one of our finest jobs that we have in front of us, is that we got to make sure that it, that it is, the information is accessible to, to everyone and it, it is done in such a way and it, that it is easy to comprehend and then when you get to the live training it's easy to apply to what we're going to mm -hmm. do so so even if you don't have a background in um, in sports science but it doesn't really matter because all is required of you is to have an interest in the deeper learning of it and a, an interest in becoming better and raising that bar that we talked about mm -hmm. so it doesn't it is not necessarily a requirement that you have a higher level education but you do need to have the will to learn Right. Yeah. No, it's kind of, it's like that another saying that kind of pops into my head is like in this scenario, if you endeavor on this journey with us, the only way you're going to fail and not become a much better coach or, or, or performance specialist is if you, if you give up, Yeah. if you exactly. go, if you yeah. go through the process and you show up, you're going to come out the other end yeah. with a much better skill set and be able to help much more people for yourself and your clients, which is, which is exciting. One other thing that we're going to be doing that's uh, exciting for this is that after the live event, we're going to follow up with something we call question stream. So every two to four days, you're going to get questions delivered to you that are going to reinforce some of the concepts that we just taught you in the live environment. And we're going to kind of keep score of these things and we're going to see which questions you get right and wrong. And we'll actually adjust our material as we do these presentations more based off how well things are being retained. Um, and what's kind of neat is if you get a question wrong, we're going to send you that question again. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to wait till you kind of keep getting it right. Uh, and what's neat about this is that they've actually studied this in regards to education and learning. And when you have these, uh, these type of question stream type of applications for learning, the retention is much, much higher. It's almost like you're forced to really remember it. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited because I know that us doing this, this pre-course work or the flipped classroom and then having a very hands-on application live event and then following up with the question stream afterwards, I think that people that, uh, who go through this, in fact, I know the people that go through this program are going to really come out significantly better Absolutely. at whatever, you know, I mean, our goal is to really make the top 1% and we are sincere in it. I mean, we're, we're putting in the amount of work that we put into this to create this is honestly enormous. So this has been a labor of love, but it's all after this. I mean, when you say we are sincere that we are 110% sincere to say we are looking to create the best in their fields. So if you're a strength coach, if you're a personal trainer, if you're a doctor of chiropractic, if you're a physical therapist, 
if you're working with those people in that context, we want to help you become the best in your area. And we're going to find a way to deliver that to you. So we're, we put a lot of work into it. Mm -hmm. The so nice part about that too, is we've reduced down the number of actions and assessments that you're actually taking. Uh, Cause a lot of us have spent a lot of time in college and you may learn a lot of cool stuff and you may learn some theory, but how do you apply it is a lot of times a completely separate question. I mean, I teach some exercise physiology students and overall I think they do well, but if I were to sit a client down in front of them and go, okay, now go train, you know, this person how to do it, they could explain how to do it, but they don't a lot of times have the skill set to do it because they're not specifically taught how to do that either. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times coaches on the other side have a really good skill set of teaching, but may not necessarily understand a lot of the theory as to why they're doing specific things. So we're also trying to bridge the gap between the two. So you'll have a lot of the theory, you know, it's more up to date. You'll know why you're actually doing it, but then also giving you highly specific action items and assessments so that when you have someone show up, you actually know what to actually do with them yeah. and you understand why you're actually doing it. Yeah. Basically, we're getting rid of all the clutter that's out yeah. there and getting straight to the point. Yeah. So guys, I would ask you one last question because we've been yapping for a while and I don't want to... Yeah. You know, I know we have a lot to do, <clears throat> get back to the project here, but uh, so what can you expect to be able to do with this type of education, right? I mean, I heard you guys talking a moment ago about assessments and different applications you're able to do. Um, I think this is where I get really excited about what we're doing. So for example, KJ, can I talk about this weekend a little bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I'm watching these students. These are all actually, they all had postgraduate education. So they're, mm -hmm. they're, everybody had multiple degrees at this point in this room, which is, which is great to see for those people coming out to see. Uh, Dr. J here, um, but he would ask him a question like, you know, how do you know, if you have an athlete in front of you, how do you know what type of training this person needs? Yeah. Where's their deficit? And then you would ask him another question like, what do you do to improve that deficit? And yeah. it was very silent. You know, it's like, even in regard, at that point, I think you're doing a part of the lecture on cardiovascular uh, mm -hmm. uh, aspects. And they just don't know. It's almost like that education has been reserved for the exercise physiologist, but when it comes to the real world application, they didn't. Yeah. So when you shared that part with them and they're mm -hmm. going, and you made them do the test, right? And I yeah. actually participated. I thought I was going to die, but I survived. I'm here today. And, uh, but, but it was, but it, you know what? It was awesome because I'm going, oh, good. I, I felt it, right? I'm going, I now understand where my deficit is because mm -hmm. I had a formal and objective assessment. Yeah. And then when you look at what, uh, Dr. Mike Nelson's doing in regards to, you know, formalizing assessments to find out what nutritional uh, applications we can do, mm -hmm. the assessments we're going to be treating you in regards to the brain, or what we're going to be doing in regards to strength. To imagine having somebody and you be able to objectively analyze them and know exactly what to do with them mm -hmm. is the holy grail that we've been trying to deliver. So it's great that we've been able to kind of splice things up and say, all right, I'm going to teach you how to break this person down so you can rebuild them better. Mm -hmm. Find out where their weakness is. Mm -hmm. Find out where they're good and leave that alone. Mm -hmm. See, what happens is we, everybody comes out of their, perspective, their respective industries with a hammer. Mm -hmm. and, and we want to give you more tools than that so you can be an artist and really decide when to use what tool. Yeah. And that's what makes this beautiful because when you really step back and have that multifactorial approach, you realize that you have many more tools available to you if you're willing to open your mind to that. And we'll, that's what the gift that we're trying to give to people. So I, I'm just, I can't wait till we can create an army of people who can look at people with that level of skill and say, you know what? I now understand what to do when at the right intensity yes. and know when to stop it, know when to stop it, you know, start it. Like, yeah. you know, know exactly what to do. Cause I feel like 
to some degree, we're kind of guessing, aren't yeah. we? Or we're yeah. only applying what we know well enough to feel confident to say. Mm. And think about how many coaches are out there where the answer is always more squats. Mm. Or actually, no, now we can't do squats. It's actually only got to be, uh, you know, rear, rear foot elevated uh, split, split squats because yeah. squats are actually bad for you. You know, yeah. and it's like, you know, so they take their tools and they run with it as hard as they can because that's what their mind is ready to accept at that point. Yeah. But we're going to just break those barriers down and give people the tools, the assessments, and then the applications with their client population to just unlock exactly. this human potential. Yeah, exactly what you're describing there is like most, most coaches out there, they're painting on this big canvas of human performance, but they're only using one color. We want to make sure that if you, when you go through this course, you have 16 million different colors that you can paint, uh, paint mm -hmm. on that canvas, that you can use the entire palette of all the colors available to you. So you can really make sure that, that you address address the situation, address the human performance optimization from every possible aspect or angle of human physiology. But yeah. at the same time, uh, you know, we're developing in such a way and teaching in such a way that while you have this huge palette of power really mm -hmm. to help people with, mm -hmm. we're going to give you ways to hone down to say, you know what, given up this assessment, these are the four colors I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to work absolutely. with first. So we're going to, we're going to give you, you know, I guess, gosh, let's go, let's throw out the whole uh, Spider-Man quote, the great power comes great responsibility, mm -hmm. but we're going to make it ethical because we're going to teach you ways to actually do objective assessments to know when to apply what. So you'll know when the client needs strength and how to develop that, yeah. when they need power, mm -hmm. how to when they need flexibility, when they need a nutritional application, when they need a brain-based application. So we're going to give you clear actions based off clear assessments, mm -hmm. no more guesswork, just results. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing I love about it, and we were talking about this last night too, is that I think all of us agreed that if we had a program like this, when we went through the amount of time and effort and stuff that would have saved us, would oh. be astronomical, right? Because yeah. it's... Well, I could probably you, give you actual time and actual dollars, and, it, yeah. and, it, and they're both scary at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's... Because I was... The one thing I loved about further education was learning more... The one thing I was kind of sadly disappointed about was a lot of times the lack of application. And if there was application, like you mentioned, it was only really in one area. Mm -hmm. It's okay, here's how to get stronger. Okay, well, that's useful, but what if that wasn't the right limiter? Oh, well, here's a brain-based approach, but how do I know when I need to use that, right? And mm -hmm. why would I use that? Oop, oop, they got a different testing result here. Well, yeah. crap, this isn't on my sheet. What do I do now? Yeah. Oops, I don't have enough of the background to figure it out. Sure. So what did I need to know before I could actually apply the test, right? So taking all of that and putting it together in a program where someone can go through and go, oh, I understand what I need to do. I know what this assessment means. I know when I get this result or this result, and I know kind of what direction to go. Yeah. Um, so having the background and then be able to distill it down into useful actions is, uh, that's what I get most excited about. Cause I think we all agree that we wanted to create a program that was something we wish we would have had, you know, two Absolutely. decades ago, yeah. because it would have saved For us sure. monumental time and effort and, uh, <laughs> crap ton of money <laughs> yeah at least for you guys but i'm from denmark education is free so it's, true. it's only it's only, ti it's only time for me to take take me take me with you it was, it was expensive yeah. and time and time consuming here i don't yeah. know I, guess, I, I try not to think about it but my student loan check goes every month goes out every month let me tell you it's not a small check all right, guys, you know what? I uh, thank you very much for uh, taking this little break out of the project we're working yeah, on. Kind of reward this podcast. Well, thank you. 
you know, like you saw me pick up the phone this morning. We got a call. I, every day I get more and more phone calls about this. I think the world is waiting for this. I cannot wait to unleash this on them in 2018. Guys, for those listening, this is your first sneak preview to the Human Performance Program by the Carrick Institute. Visit CarrickInstitute.com because when it comes out, you're going to want to know and it's going to just blow you away. We're excited to deliver it. So guys, say goodbye and we'll catch you guys next time. See you. Right. See you. Bye, everybody. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to make any suggestions for any future podcast topics, please visit the Contact Us page on CarrickInstitute.com.